At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we have been called up from essentially AAA. We wound up being a weekend show, and now in pretty much year number two of the Greg Peterson experience, it's now a Monday through Friday experience, midnight to 3 a.m. Very excited to be with you guys. We're going to be able to put a capper on everything that we wound up seeing the day that was in sports, and then we're going to be turning it forward, taking a look at everything that we're going to be able to bet on, both on the next day and a little bit forward, because we're going to be doing a little bit of everything tonight. We're going to be talking a little bit about college football and NFL week one. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be diving into college football in about 15 minutes. Dave Ross, who does an amazing job at the network. He is the host of one of our other new shows, Big Bets, right here on Visa. He's going to be joining me. That's going to be fun. And then we've got Frank Schwab, who does an amazing job with Yahoo Sports. Taking a look at the game of football. We're going to be having he and Dave talk a little bit about NFL week one here in the first hour. And then we're going to be gauging some of these rookie slash first year quarterbacks. Now we're seeing in the NFL because a lot of turnover has wound up happening. We're going to be talking about that with Frank as well. And then our number two, Sean Green, does an amazing job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is going to be joining me. We're going to be talking a little football with him. And then we go to the college ranks with Stephanie Audi, who does a great job as a sideline reporter over there at the Big Ten Network. And then in studio, our number three, Raheem Palmer, does a great job with the ringer. A very, very knowledgeable better, a guy that has... So much experience. We're going to be talking with him about a couple betting basics. And then on top of that, we're going to be gauging week one. So we've got a lot on tap for tonight. And you know what? There is always an experience and you never know what that experience is going to be when it comes to sports betting, because many of you guys wound up experiencing what I did. You wound up placing a bet on the Miami Marlins versus the Tampa Bay Rays game. And I'm sure most of you when you do wind up having an ace on the mound, like Shane McClanahan, for instance, you probably want to be going a little bit more pitcher-dependent, making sure that you wind up banking on the fact that that stud, like for Wednesday, we've got Jacob DeGrom who's going to be on the bump. We also did wind up seeing Max Fried as well. We're going to be getting into big favorites and their lack of success here in a minute. But many of you guys, you want to betting on Shane McClanahan, you're thinking, oh boy, we're going to be getting set for this one, and then at the last minute, you turn on the game, and all of a sudden, you're going to be like, that's not Shane McClanahan, that's some dude from the bullpen, and you wind up getting about three or four of these every year from experience, as 
You wind up having Shane McClanahan wind up getting scratched about as early as early winds up getting because he winds up doing his, like, I don't know what the proper term is, but you wind up having those pitches that are thrown just before a guy winds up taking the mound. He wound up getting injured on those. So it's one of those you just toss up your hands. There's no way to really get in a bet unless you're looking live. And with this advent in sports betting, if you did wind up having this situation and you wanted to be able to refire on it, you actually can do that now. Like 10, 15 years ago before there was live betting, you wouldn't really be able to do that. You'd just be in the sorry, out of luck sort of phase. But with that said, we did wind up seeing that very awkward situation with the Tampa Bay Rays and it continued a trend that we just continue to notice. The Miami Marlins. If you're looking for something that has been a profit for a very, very long time, betting some form of under in a Miami Marlins game has been very profitable as it could be the team total under with the Miami Marlins. In this case, the full game total, it did wind up going over just because it didn't wind up getting what you were expecting out of Ace Lucizardo. But with that said, with the Miami Marlins ever since the beginning of the month of August, over 70% of their games have wound up going under the total. But very strange circumstance that does wind up happening. And there just are some cases in which there's nothing you can do about it. And as a sports better, you do wind up finding yourself in those circumstances. And there's something that a lot of you guys cannot wind up doing a lot about. And that's when you do wind up having some of these games that we're going to try to preview as many of these for Wednesday as humanly possible. And I'm going to do this throughout the entirety of the baseball season. And then when we wind up getting into college basketball season, I wound up getting the nickname Hoops for a reason. And it's not because I like women's flat track roller derby, which, by the way, at UW Oshkosh, one of the things that was so unique about the program is that at some point you were probably going to be able to call a women's flat track roller derby race, which if you're wondering exactly how to call a women's flat track roller derby race, I called one and I still don't know how I wound up doing it. So that was a very, very fun experience to say the least, but a little bit of a pro tip for those of you guys out there on the East Coast. And we've got these all of Easton.com. We give one out every single hour on all of our shows. You're able to sort them alphabetically by sport. List goes on and on. If you're taking a look at some of these games that are off the board for this MLB slate that we're going to be seeing on Wednesday, like it was a late announcement that it was going to be Christian Javier versus Martin Perez for the Texas Rangers. Right now, you still actually have a few games that are to be determined. And what's nice about this time slot is that you do wind up having a lot of these teams. They decide on who is going to be pitching, like for the Cubs versus the Toronto Blue Jays. It is right now a big giant mystery. The Tampa, the uh, the Chicago Cubs, they might wind up having to pick a name out of a hat as who's going to be the first man to wind up going and what is most likely going to be a bullpen game. So that's always a lot of fun. But typically we wind up seeing these names wind up being able to circulate. We wind up getting those reports, post-game, post-game comments from managers. So I'll be able to try to be able to, at the very least, shed a little bit of light on that and then be able to tell you guys, you know what, how you're able to play these when they wind up coming onto the board when it's like 7, 8 a.m. Eastern time for those of you guys out there on the East Coast. If you're out here on the West Coast, by the way, or if you're in a state of which offers Circa, you are able to get on these numbers a little bit earlier than most because like right now, I'm taking a look at the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Miami Marlins game. The Miami Marlins have a little bit of a murky pitching situation Looks like it's going to be Trevor Rogers, but has not been quite confirmed yet on MLB.com. But they're the lone wolf that winds up having a number up on this game with Rays being minus 168. So that's going to be something that is going to be very useful. And I'll try to lend these on the show as well. And when it comes to this time slot, when you're at midnight to 3 a.m. Eastern time, something that you do want to provide as well is this is a this is going to be a show that is for the grinders because I know that there are many of you guys out there that are listening while you're doing a little bit of a night shift. And there are many underserved people in this country. And one of the biggest ones, in my opinion, are those that do wind up working later shifts because many people, they want that nine to five lifestyle. I've always been someone that I wind up doing a lot of my best work a little bit later on personally, because along with that, being a sports better, there are big giant advantages that you do wind up having with being able to take a look at how books are moving overnight, especially in my opinion, if you're able to be up right around like five, six, seven a.m. Eastern time, which out here on the West Coast, that's that two to four slot. You're able to take a look at just how the money's moving, how lines are changing. And then sometimes you wind up seeing some books that they change immediately. There are some books that wind up lagging behind a little bit more because it's just such an awkward hour. So that is something that I, I absolutely love about doing this. And if you guys are VEASAN subscribers, you're also going to be getting a lot of the work that I do right around 
3, 4 a.m. Because while I wait for those lines to circulate, I want to be doing a lot of my college basketball previews as well. Like, right now I am on the Southland taking a look at Lamar, who literally wound up going winless in the WAC, and now they are going to be back in the Southland this season. So you're going to be able to get all that if you're a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. And that, along with the college basketball betting guide that comes out, that's the only way to be able to get our pro football betting guide, only way to be able to get our college football betting guide as well, all that we wind up doing here at VEASAN. That's absolutely amazing work, and I'm pl- proud to be a part of that. And something else that I'm proud to be a part of as well is just taking a look at what we are getting in terms of these underdogs as well in Major League Baseball because the big thing that I want to take away from just really the sports betting market in general on Tuesday, it was all about in like the early Monday hours what we were able to get from the San Francisco 49ers, which I think is going to be interesting to gauge them. We're going to be talking about that a little bit more with Frank Schwab along Dave Ross as well. But my biggest takeaway from Tuesday is that it was a little bit more of a quiet day in terms of things set for the upcoming football season. But once again, the big trend that we are seeing these north of $3 underdogs just continue to make like your buddy at the bar and they cannot close. The Atlanta Braves as a north of $3 favorite. And you were actually able to get plus $3 darn near everywhere on the close with the Colorado Rockies because typically a lot of these $3 favorites, they wind up just barely scraping by minus 305, minus 310. This was a legit minus 355, minus 360 favorite with the Atlanta Braves. They wind up falling short against the Colorado Rockies by kind of three to two. And I know that this was tweeted out by Ralph Michaels, who he does a great job of being able to just gauge everything that we're getting in general. This is the ninth time in the last 20 years in which a team won back-to-back games as an underdog of plus 250 or greater. An absolutely tremendous nugget. And it's the fourth time it has happened this season. So consider this. It has happened nine times since 2003, four times. This season, and I know that Jared Smith wound up tweeting this out as well, going into what we wound up having on Monday. If you've taken these money line favorites of minus $3 or greater, and you bet $100 on every one of them, so this is not like $300 to win $100. This isn't $350 to win $100, something like that. This is just $100 flat bets. You would have been going into that, you would have been 44 and, or you would have been 43 and 23, which Typically, if you wind up going on hashtag gambling Twitter and you post up a record of 43 and 23, you're getting a bunch of applause and a lot of people, they're patting you on the back and they're saying you did a great job. Problem is, when you're laying these numbers, guess what you'd be up slash down? Would have been down a little bit over $1,000, right around 1100 depending upon your closing numbers because they do wind up varying by a few cents. So it has been very, very profitable to take a look at these underdogs and it's a big thing to wind up just keeping in mind. You are not betting teams. You are betting numbers, and that holds true even for money lines as well because when it comes to a money line, a lot of people think, oh, I just need to pick the team that winds up winning, but when you wind up laying these chalky favorites like I'm looking at you, the Atlanta Braves, here on this Tuesday, it is something that it does wind up adding up, and that's something that it winds up holding true just in terms of so many sports in general when you're able to catch some of these big underdogs, but we find out in college football, sometimes some of these bigger favorites They are the ones that wind up coming true, and that leads us to what we're going to be talking about next with Dave Ross. He does an amazing job over here at the network, and by the way, for those of you guys that are are combat sports fans, he does a great job with First Strike as well. We're going to be talking to Dave Ross in this segment, though, talking a little bit about college football. That's coming up on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, 
Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like Beeson, and now is the time to become a Beeson subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football guides. Only Beeson subscribers get all the tools to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every single team with advanced stats and power rankings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, and so much more. And sign up today for an early discount of $175 price and You'll be able to receive both guides and full access to VEASAN all the way through the Super Bowl or for just $40 a month. See everything that VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Bank Network. Guys, we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience and guest number one on the Greg Peterson Experience wouldn't want to have any other. Dave Ross does an amazing job here at the network, does great work with First Strike. He and Amal Shaw are now a part of the daily lineup as well. You're able to catch them. During the, if you're out there on the East Coast, early afternoon. And Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Greg, congratulations to you. It's an honor to be on your first official show here in the new time slot, man. So really pumped for you as well. It's absolutely tremendous. I am very excited for our new lineup. You guys are going to absolutely crush it. And now it's time to try to crush it here in week number one of the college football season. Because we're going to call it what it is. When it comes to week zero of college football, for one, I think they need to come up with another name than week zero because it just doesn't sound like it counts. And us betters know that, you know what, if you wind up putting your hard-earned shekels on these, it certainly does count. But with that said, when it comes to college football week one, lots of big matchups are going to be out there. Obviously, we've got some big giant favorites are on the board. We've got tighter Mm -hmm. games as well. Like, I think that the Oregon versus Georgia line, even though it's hovering right around 17 to 17 and a half, this is a game that I find to be very intriguing because Georgia, as we know, they wound up just really hanging their hat on defense last season. They wind up losing quite a few pieces from that from last year. But I take a look at this spot. Game is going to be at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which that is pretty much a home game for Georgia. But I just take a look at 17, 17 and a half, and it just feels like a little bit too much to me for a Georgia offense that it's fine, but I don't know if they're able to win by that sort of margin to be able to cover this line. Greg, I'm right there with you. I kind of read it the same way. You mentioned all the 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 uh, the factions there and, and the guys going to the NFL from that Georgia defense that might have been a once-in-a-lifetime defense that we saw last year for the Bulldogs on their way to the national championship. But also, maybe the key Todd Dare's a guy that ran the defense, and that's Dan Lanning, who's now the new head coach uh, at Oregon. Again, I know it was Mario Cristobal last year, but that Duck team did go to the shoe in beat Ohio State. Uh, not even in a neutral site, but at the shoe last year in week number one. So this is not going to be a stage that's too big for them. And I look at it the same way. And it's something that I'm all, and I appreciate you mentioning our show, uh, Big Bets here on Visa, and we mentioned it today, that a pro tip to look out for is when a college coach goes to a new program and plays his old boss. And sometimes what you'll see, and I don't know if he'll come in and play in this one, but normally, if the game is in hand at the end, say for Georgia, they might not be as more apt to put that unnecessary touchdown on the board that could take it from, say, hypothetically 17 to 24 or somewhere in that vein if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Sometimes, because of that familiarity, because of that friendship, they don't want to make the other guy look that bad. I actually think this game will be competitive uh, for the majority throughout, and we'll just have to see how it plays out late. But right now, I am leaning towards uh, taking the points with the Ducks. And again, Dan Landing knows the Georgia offense better than anybody, and certainly he knows all the talent they lost defensively. So I look at this, and I think it might be a feeling-out process. 
early in the year. Remember, Georgia really didn't hit their offensive stride until much later in the year as well. Uh, with Stetson Bennett at quarterback, and I know he's the guy now, but I kind of could see this being a, a kind of a low-scoring, uh, figure-out-your-tempo type game in the first half, and maybe Georgia could pull away late, but I think that 17-and-a-half could very well be in play. And this one from our good friend Steve Mackinnon, I know that he wound up having this one as one of his systems as well. Group of five teams when they wind up playing each other in week one, so obviously this one winds up fitting the bill. When there is a north of a touchdown spread, 18 and 25 against the spread as a favorite since 2013. Uh So I do think that that is something to take a look at. Meanwhile, when you do wind up having more of these big giant chalky favorites, I always had someone that I typically default to points a lot when it comes to these big giant underdogs. And we've got a few of these games like New Mexico State is a big giant underdog going up against Minnesota. I think that the Alabama versus Utah State game is certainly going to be one of them after Utah State wound up having a little bit of a clunker in week zero against a UConn team that many people wound up having team number 131 out of 131 coming <laughs> into the season. But when it comes to these games involving big giant favorites, and we'll call the cutoff point right around 35 points, are these games that you even wind up messing with in week number one just because it is such a big line? Well, I'll tell you this, Greg. First of all, if you, you better have the college and pro football betting guys here. I know we're, we're here, we're hosting the network, but – the, the information in there. It's amazing. Like Steve Mackin, <laughs> it, it absolutely is. If you're nerds like us and you get into the weeds of this stuff, you've got to get these guys out and, and they are available right now. Uh, and Steve, when our numbers say with Oregon winds up with his, I feel so much better about my wager going in. There's another one that Steve had, and you had that demarcation line, uh, Greg, when you have those astronomical favorites and people normally don't like to lay those points, Steve's numbers will tell you that you're really – you can take a deep breath and exhale because normally it's going to cash. They're going to cover those gigantic numbers. And it does give me trepidation because I saw uh, Ben Fox also, if you follow him on Twitter, you saw today, there was a big bet put out there, uh, a couple bets here for Utah State to win the national championship. And I just thought, my goodness, why would you play that? Instead, just play the money line against Alabama because they can't win the national championship <laughs> unless they beat Alabama this week. So why do the prolonged bet? I think they can run the table in the college football playoff. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, are they really going to be live in this game? Boy, you know, I'd like to think they play better than they did against UConn a week ago. Maybe Jim Moore has got that bunch up there in stores playing a little bit better than maybe we thought initially coming out of the gate. But there's a reason why Steve's numbers are, are so solid. To me, I would lay the number in, in roll tide this week or pass. And I'll probably end up passing on the game. Because I still think Utah State is better than what they showed last week, but it's still Alabama, and this does feel like it could be a scorched earth revenge tour for them this season. And I just still remember, I believe it was the 2020 season, we wound up seeing with Alabama quite a bit where they were on occasion not covering the full game number, but in the first half, they just blew everyone out like 35 to 0, 32 to 0. So when you're just there, like, oh boy. Well, all we need to do is have Team X not lose by three touchdowns in the first half, and then they wind up getting worn down from there. Eh, wrong. That was the last year of two, and that was just an absolutely incredible display there. Yeah, they printed money, Greg, in those first halves, right? And, and again, I wonder if that trend will continue. Maybe not this week, per se, because, you know, Nick Saban's got to find out what he has. We feel like we know, certainly, at the quarterback position, and it feels like right now at the running back position, it's just – you know, you replace five stars with other five stars, and the quarterback's going to be on the short list again to repeat the Heisman Trophy uh, a candidate, uh, if not win it again back-to-back. But you're looking at an offense that we think is going to be very good. It's the defense for Alabama. Everybody talked about Georgia's defense last year. Let's see what this Alabama defense does that they can revert back to glory years of past, because if this is going to be the team that we think Alabama will be this year, they're going to start, and they're going to start by taking it out on Utah State on Saturday. Oh, I totally agree with you there. And when it comes to what we're all going to be seeing in week one of the college football season, I want to bringing up one of the big ones in Oregon versus Georgia. Is there another game that you have your eye on? Maybe you've already fired in on it or you're just watching the line right now as to what you're going to be gauging in terms of it? Greg, it's like you're, you're picking up my uh, mental telepathy, if you will. <laughs> you're picking up what I'm putting down because uh, there's actually a new segment that I'm all and I debuted today on Big Bets, and that's Hold or Fire. And I've been holding on West Virginia all week. Remember, the game goes tomorrow night. 
on uh, on Thursday night, rather. So we got. I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait. But we got two more nights on the East Coast is tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. So the backyard brawl uh, for West Virginia and Pittsburgh. And I just look at this number, and it's increased, Greg. It's up to eight now. I saw it today. Boy, if I could get an eight and a half, nine with the Mountaineers, I might try my luck. When I look at, at J.K. Daniels, who's supposed to be the guy, and this is supposed to be the guy who's going to be out. Stetson Bennett, he's now going to be the quarterback, we believe, for West Virginia. And then I look at Pittsburgh, and I go, okay, no Kenny Pickett and no Mark Whipple. Just how potent will that Panther offense be? I might lean to a West Virginia first-half play and see if I can get four-and-a-half in there, four, four-and-a-half, somewhere over a field goal. I might lean that way in a rivalry game for old Big East mates and see if West Virginia can hang tough at least for the first half if they can't for the whole game. Yep, and what I think is so intriguing about this as well is what is Pittsburgh going to look like without Kenny Pickett? Yes. I mean, that's a conversation in and of itself because Kenny Pickett is right now fighting for that job out there in Pittsburgh. We are going to be seeing how that winds up going, and we're going to be joined by Frank Schwab on the other side. He does an amazing job with the NFL because right now we're taking a look at college football, and it's going to be an amazing slate, and it's all going to be starting on Thursday with the West Virginia versus Pittsburgh game that we're talking about. That is going to be all a part of it, but we've also got to talk about week one of the NFL because we've had a lot that has happened over the last, we're going to call it 72 hours or so in the NFL. The Jimmy G situation is very lively mm -hmm. with the San Francisco 49ers. We've got a lot of first-year quarterbacks to be able to break down. So how about if we welcome in another gentleman that is from the state of Wisconsin, Frank Schwab, to be able to have a little bit of a roundtable discussion about the NFL right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make change. Everyone's on a little bit of a different timeline and everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to make that first step towards change, Zinn is going to be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience, still being joined by Dave Ross. Does an amazing job here at the network. But now we're going to make it a three-man conversation, do a little bit of a roundtable as Frank Schwab. He does amazing work over there at Yahoo Sports. And... Much like myself, a native of the great state of Wisconsin. We like those guys here on this show. And Frank, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Absolutely, Greg. How you doing? Man? Hey, not nine days till NFL football kicks off. Can't wait. Absolutely. I cannot wait either. We've got one more Sunday to pass before we wind up getting into pro football. And we've got college football this week as well. So that makes things all the better. But Frank, how about if I reference the state of Wisconsin. I know that you've got a little bit of position here on this Green Bay Packers and Minnesota Vikings game. Right now, the Vikings, depending upon where you look, anywhere between a one and a half and a two-point underdog. Really one of these cases which the significant number is not necessarily coming into play here, but what is significant is the fact that you've got the Minnesota Vikings currently an underdog in this spot. Where'd you wind up firing on this one? Yeah, I was hoping to get the Vikings at three, but I'll, I'll be happy with them just on the money line because... Why, why take the spread if it's one or two, right? So mm -hmm. I'm on the Vikings here. I just think the Packers are going to take some time to kind of figure themselves out in a post-Avante Adams world. And as you know, I watched Packers games through the years. The Packers always struggle in Minnesota. I mean, even in the, the great days of the mid-90s with Brett Favre, they'd go to the Metrodome and lose. It's just, it's just a tough road trip for them. And I think there's going to be some element of surprise. This is a brand-new coaching staff for the Vikings. They showed nothing in the preseason at all. So the Packers are going in kind of blind. I think Matt LaFleur is a great coach, but this is a tough assignment for him coaching-wise to really prepare. So I think there's some element of surprise. I think the Vikings are going to be a lot better this year. I just think that the offense is going to be transformed a little bit. They tuned out Mike Zimmer. Everything just lines up here for me. I, this is probably my favorite play of week one, at least so far. There's a lot of, obviously, home underdogs uh, on this card. I think the home underdogs are going to do a pretty good week one led by the Minnesota Vikings. I, that, that's my favorite play so far. Really think that they kind of ambush the Packers a little bit. And the Packers, I, I wouldn't be surprised me at all if they take, like I said, a, a couple weeks, two, three weeks to really start getting going this season, trying to figure out what their offense is going to look like now that their number one receiver is off in Las Vegas. And Frank, you mentioned it. There's a lot of home underdogs that are on the card. And 
We've got 10 of them in total. And Dave, I know you want to jump in on this as well. Yeah, I agree with Frank's assessment there. It's something I talked about with them all this morning. Plus, it kind of goes in that Kirk Cousins long shot, 50 to 1 MVP conversation. Uh, when you're really looking at some longer shots out there, you look at his numbers against Aaron Rodgers last year. They were actually uh, quite favorable. They, they, you make a very good comparison. Yes, Rodgers were better, but uh, it wasn't like Kirk Cousins was that far off. For a team that underachieved with Mike Zimmer last year, I think their offense is going to be a lot better. I'm right there with Frank. It's going to take a while for Aaron to really get these rookie receivers, two of them, really in the fold here. And then you got old guys there like Randall Cobb trying to hold it down. I think it's going to take a while for them to hit their stride. I think the Packers' defense will be better this year. But I'm with Frank. I really like Minnesota in this spot as a home dog. And, yeah, I'm not going to take the points. I'm playing them money line, too, to really extract the most valuable possible out in week one. Yep, and I do think that it is interesting to take a look at the track record of the Green Bay Packers as well. We all remember when Aaron Rodgers famously said relax after they had a rough start to the season. Heck, last year in week number one, that was a deplorably bad performance against the New Orleans Saints. From there, the Packers were just fine, but they do have a track record of starting off a little bit slow. So I do think that that is worth noting. And I speak of track records. Dave, I'm going to pose this one to you because myself and Frank are guys from the state of Wisconsin. You're a noted Dallas Cowboys fan, so we've got to kick it over to the Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're bringing ball up right here, so we're going to be doing that. And right now with the Buccaneers, you're finding them as a very slight favorite. We've seen a lot of line movement because of the Tom Brady sabbatical. Now you've got the Tyron Smith injury that is coming through. The Buccaneers, they themselves, have been dealing with some offensive line injuries of their own. So a lot of intrigue here, but... As we remember last year, it was a game in which the Cowboys did not wind up winning outright, but I feel like a lot of people were surprised by how close that game was. That was within a field goal, so that was a good teaser game. That was a very good game if you want to take the points with the Dallas Cowboys. And now we find them at home being a slight underdog. Where do you wind up standing on America's team? Well, I hope Frank's with me on this one too, but I do like the Cowboys in this spot, very similar to the Vikings game we just talked about. Not going to take the point, point and a half here. Certainly going to play the money line to get a little bit um, more juice there. But I'll tell you this, Greg. I had mentioned on this network many times in the summer, it really, to me, the, the outlook for the Cowboys season, Tyron Smith was going to be a big part of it. And lo and behold, he couldn't even make it to week one. He's going to be out till December at the very earliest. So I'm not counting on Tyron Smith again. Maybe take Tyler Smith, the rookie they took out of, out of Tulsa, try to swing him over to left tackle. See if that's going to play. I don't know if that's going to work out. Certainly going to look through the waiver wire and see if the offensive line can get better. But even with the Tyron Smith injury here, the Buccaneers offensive line is in much worse shape right now going into week one. And I know a lot of has been made about Michael Gallup. When he, is he coming back to the Cowboy offense? It looks like the Buccaneers aren't going to have Godwin ready to go for week one as well. And no Gronk from retirement, Brady, the sabbaticals. All those things, to me, line up to the Cowboys. I don't really love the Cowboys here early in the season, but I do like them in week one in this spot against the Buccaneers. I think it's the right side to be on for that Sunday night game. And I love D3 graduates on this program as well. And Ali Marpet, he's another guy for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. was a big part of that line. He wound up retiring very suddenly as well. And Frank, I'm not sure where you wind up standing on this game, but I do certainly think it's a fascination. And we talk about the Green Bay Packers having struggles towards the beginning of the season. If you take a look at the track record of Tom Brady, the one time in which he winds up losing games typically is in the first four weeks of the season. Yeah, correct. And I I really, really like Dallas uh, for most of the offseason. That's a game I just had circled because of a few reasons. I think Dallas is underrated. Everybody pushes back on Dallas and wants to act like they were just decimated this offseason. They didn't have a good offseason. I'm not going to say they did. But I don't know that anybody they lost up until Tyron Smith was really a fatal flaw. And this team was really good last year. They were number one in DVOA if you buy into football outsiders. I, I really liked the Dallas Cowboys last year. Coming into this year, I thought they were going to be good again. People really, really are down on them. And I thought that that was a value spot. And like you said, Tampa Bay. And, you know, all those injuries you mentioned, didn't even mention Russell, Russell Gage who was expected to be right. their slot guy, number three guy. He hasn't practiced in weeks now. He's looking pretty iffy for week one. It's hard to get great injury inf- information right now in the NFL before we get the next week and they have to put out the injury report. But it's not looking great for Gage. They're really banged up. Now, it's just, I took this game. I liked it. I'd circled it. I'm like, I'm going to bet that. And then Tom Brady takes his word sabbatical. And I'm like, it may, <laughs> if this lasts for a while, I, I don't want to have this be Dallas minus eight. 
So I went ahead and got Dallas and Tyron Smith gets hurt right away. I'm the one. I jinxed it. Okay. I <laughs> I'm responsible for that. So I, I'm a little less confident because the Cowboys line that that was a huge blow as far as non-quarterbacks yeah. go. That's one of the injuries that was because Tyron is such a great player and they can't really replace him. They don't have, they, Jerry keeps talking about in-house replacement. He ain't got one really. I, I yeah, you might move the rookie over there, but then you open up another hole on the line. It's a mess right there. But I still do like the Cowboys here. I think the Buccaneers might take some time. And honestly, I hate to say this because Brady's so great, but I do question where his head is at a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happened this offseason. He obviously retired for 40 days. He takes 11 days off. He comes back and somebody asks him what's going on. He's like, man, I'm 45. I got a lot of stuff going on. He didn't say stuff, but you could tell it was, <laughs> there's something, you know, that. I, I just don't know, and I'm not trying to say Tom Brady's not in a, into it or whatever, but once you lose that incredible competitive edge he has, I, I don't know how easy it is to get back. So I, I am going to be fading the Buccaneers a little bit early in the season. I think the Cowboys are a little underrated. It all lines up for me being on the Cowboys and just hope that they can patch something together on, on the left side of their line. And Frank, the check is in the mail for you self-censoring. We really do appreciate it here at Vison. <laughs> but with that said, Dave, how about this game? Because I just we talk about the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers games, and we've seen a lot of line movement here, but it's relatively where it was at the beginning of the summer. This is a game that has moved entirely. The Cleveland Browns at a lot of spots opened up as a four and a half oh, point boy. favorite that Probably should not have been four and a half points if you knew that the Deshaun Watson suspension was going to be coming down. You knew that he wasn't going to be playing in week one, but you feel like it's moved a little bit too much because I take a look at the Carolina Panthers being between two and two and a half point favorites, and I don't think that they should have been four and a half point underdogs. I also don't think that they should be as big of favorites as they are right now as we've got about a minute. Oh, no doubt about it. And what a perfect middle spot if you jumped in on that line when you saw where the Browns were favored earlier and where the swing has happened now with Baker Mayfield in the revenge game. To me, this is a stay-away spot here. I just don't know what the Browns are going to look like, obviously, a quarterback uh, with Brissett there. But again, we don't know what Baker's going to look like either with this new group there in Carolina. It's a stay-away for me. But if I had to play it right now, the value is actually on the Browns. Yep, I do think that this is a line that has moved just a little bit too much. And Frank, something else that we're going to be talking about on the other side as well is what we're going to be able to gauge out of some of these first-year quarterbacks slash these quarterbacks that... They're the same face, but they're in a little bit of a new place because, as we know, we did wind up seeing the Carolina Panthers wind up picking up Baker Mayfield. He has been named the starter for week one. So we're going to be diving into what we're going to be able to expect out of some of these first-year quarterbacks in a new spot, and we're going to be diving into this Browns versus Panthers game a little bit more on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Pet Rivers has you covered. Pet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from local perspectives. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever your podcast has. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience and still being joined by Yahoo's Frank Schwab does an amazing job taking a look at the game of football. And Frank, we were leaving off talking about some of these first-year quarterbacks, and more specifically, the one that is now in Carolina in Baker Mayfield, as we've seen this line just completely move. The Browns, they wound up opening up a four-and-a-half-point favorite. When we knew that Deshaun Watson was going to be suspended, no question, we thought that there was going to be a little bit of a move here, but what do you wind up making out of this game for one and two, the line movement itself? Yeah, and I actually like the Panthers, and I like the Panthers uh, warming up to them as far as being a feisty team until maybe Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. Look, their record when Christian McCaffrey's on the field is actually pretty good. And he is one of those rare running backs. that just changes his an, an entire offense. He's presumably going to be there week one for the Panthers, hopefully. And yes, the line change, I, I get it. A lot of the value has been extracted, but as long as it, it still stays in that minus one, minus one and a half, we all know as long as it doesn't get over a field goal, which I really don't think it's going to do. I do like the Panthers in this game. I think people are, have been too quick to give up on Mayfield as an NFL quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to be elite, but can he be middle of the road? Yeah, he can. And he's going to be a huge upgrade over Sam Darnold. And I also watched the last Browns preseason game, as I'm sure you guys did too. And that Browns offense with Brissett is, is just not going to be good. He, he's not going to push the ball downfield. They're not going to get any action going anywhere. I think he, he averaged four yards per attempt in that last preseason game, playing a lot of guys backups too, the bears backups. So I just don't like the Browns right now. Don't uh, they're going to take a while. I think to to get going with Brissett. I, I think there's a sneaky spot for the Panthers. I, I agree with the line move. I, I hope all the value has been extracted. I'm not looking back saying, man, I wish I had bet this in May when it, it kind of the writing was on the wall that Watson might miss some time, but I like the Panthers. I like Mayfield. I, I, I think that I not just week one either. I think the Panthers, as long as McCaffrey's on the field and they stay relatively healthy, they're going to be one of those kind of feisty underdogs when they are catching points that I'm going to be backing a lot in September, maybe early October. Yep. And just taking a look at the outlook of some of these first year quarterbacks, we're talking about Baker Mayfield and you seem relatively warm on them. What do you wind up typically taking a look at, whether it be a rookie quarterback, because we may or may not wind up seeing Kenny Pickett starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But on top of that, some of these guys that they're same faces in new places, like obviously Baker Mayfield is when he's out there to Sean Watson, but that's not going to be doing any sort of good until the latter yeah. half of the season. But are there a few guys in general, other than Baker Mayfield that you're either warm or cold on in terms of the new quarterback in town? Yeah. And I think I had to recalibrate rookies. I mean, last year, a lot of rookies were coming into the league and I'm like, Trevor Lawrence could be great right away. And Trey Lance going to take over that job. And Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, those guys kind of threw us off. It's hard to play quarterback in the NFL as a rookie. And that's why I'm not I, I'm not really going to get on this Kenny Pickett thing. Like, I, I know he played pretty well in preseason, usually against backups. But I, I'm not going to be uh, excited when, when he takes over that starting job. I'll probably be fading the Steelers when that happens. Because, again, playing play quarterback as a rookie in the NFL is very, very hard. But it, it all it's all contextual to me. I don't think there's a blanket statement. I don't think we can ever say a guy switching teams, I really don't like it. Because we saw you know, Peyton Manning go from Indianapolis to Denver do just fine. And that, you know, leads me right into Russell Wilson. Very similar guys, very similar mindsets. Russell Wilson is, I mean, Russell Wilson, we call it, kind of laughed at him when he said, what did he say last year? He was rehabbing 19 hours a day or something. Yep. With, with Russell Wilson, I might believe it. Like, he is just wired different than most dudes. You know that he wants to come in there, change the culture. It's going to be his team right away, week one. You know he's put in the work. So I don't think there's going to be any transition with the Denver Broncos. I think Russell Wilson comes in 
right away balls out and just there's just an immediate upgrade, obviously. And it's almost like Russell Wilson has been there 10 years. So a situation like that, I, I'm not going to be worried at all about a, a guy in a new spot. Somebody like a Matt Ryan, I really need to see it. I, I, I like the Colts this year. I've taken them to win a division, all that kind of stuff. But was Matt Ryan so bad last year because of the situation? Because his offensive line was a sieve. He had no running game. Calvin Ridley kind of left the team after five games or whatever. Or was it because he's just dust? And it's possible that Matt Ryan's just done and we don't know it yet. We're going to have to see with that. So every one of these kind of quarterbacks changing teams, and there's kind of a lot of them this year, I have to take it. It's, you know, every team is different. I, I can't have a blanket statement where I fade, you know, first year quarterbacks and new teams. I, I kind of have to look and say, I trust Russell Wilson to be that dude right away. Maybe it takes Matt Ryan some time. Rookies might take even longer. It just depends on, on each situation for me. And I think that that's the best way to be able to play it. No two situations are similar. And you mentioned Matt Ryan over there with the Colts and, the reason why I'm feeling rather bullish about them is because they very nearly made the playoffs with another guy that is a new face or a same face in a new place. And that would be Carson Wentz going over to the Washington commanders. And out of all the quarterback changes that we wound up seeing, this is the one that I'm most bearish on. I thought that perhaps yeah. there might be a little bit of something left for Carson Wentz being able to reunite with Frank Wright. And I think that a lot of people forget Prior to him going down with that injury in Los Angeles, he was looking like a borderline MVP candidate. It looked like things were really coming together for him. He goes down, the Eagles wind up winning the Super Bowl, and then Carson Wentz goes straight into the toilet bowl. And I don't know what to expect from Washington right now, but right now we're seeing a lot of injuries on their front as well. You obviously feel bad for what wound up happening to Brian Robinson. And I just take a look at this commander's team, and I'm just very bearish on him, and I'm very bearish on Carson Wentz in general. Absolutely. I, and I mean, I was one of these guys last year that really liked the Colts because I said, okay, he's Carson Wentz is going to a better situation with a head coach that loves him. They had this great connection in Philly, right? We heard all about that. And by the end of the year, the Colts were like, get this guy out of town. The owner was ripping him. The coach is ripping him. The teammates are ripping. They wanted him done. I, I don't think that that's just a coincidence. It's probably because Carson Wentz isn't the best locker room guy in the world. And now he goes to Washington and Man, the win totals on them are, I think it's eight, eight and a half. I yeah. just don't see it. I do not see that at all. I think that this team has a lot of issues. Their defense fell apart last year. I mean, I, I hate to kind of talk about Brian Robinson in the context of football because I hope he's just okay. But, I mean, you take a, a guy who looked like he's going to be the starting running back. You take him away. You put Antonio Gibson from the doghouse back in your starting tailback spot. That's not a good thing for them. I, I'm with you. I'm totally against Washington this year. They play Jacksonville week one. If I can get Jacksonville to field goal or more, I'm going to be all about them because I think Jacksonville will improve this year. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a pretty good step forward season. Whereas I just don't see it out of Carson Wentz. I, he's just not that guy. If it was going to happen for him, it was going to happen last year. Thought Washington panicked, overpaid. He's not, he's just not going to be the answer for them at all. And I, yes, I will be, be fading Washington often early this season. Yep. And when it comes to that game that Washington is going to be playing against Jacksonville, it's going to be a little bit of a, Bad you re reuniting for Carson Wentz because the Jacksonville Jaguars are the reason mm -hmm. why he's currently not in Indianapolis. If he winds up winning that game, they wind up making the playoffs. Who knows what winds up happening from there? And perhaps we wind up seeing him still in Indianapolis. So I think that that's something fascinating to take a look at. And we've got to say in this, this division, because I know that you were talking about this with me a little bit off air. You really like this Philadelphia Eagles team. I will just give you the floor right now. Talk about this <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles team and how high you are on them because I know that you are feeling very good about them. Uh, you know what? We had to put in our NFL prediction season predictions for Yahoo that will run next week, and I'll give you a spoiler alert. I had the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I really I, – I just – look, nobody in the NFC really blows me away right now. I, I know the Packers. There's a lot to like about them, but no Devontae Adams. Their offense is going to change. Aaron Rodgers at kind of a shaky age. If you're not Tom Brady, that's an age quarterbacks usually start to fall off. So I have a little worry about the Packers who are out in front of their skis last year. The Buccaneers, we talked about their issues, offensive line, Godwin, all this kind of stuff going on. And their quarterback's 45 years old too. Rams, we have a Super Bowl hangover there. We have Stafford's elbow. It's not easy to do what the Rams did two years in a row. San Francisco just invited a quarterback. controversy. So I have questions about every NFC team, Dallas too, obviously with their injuries. And so I'm just like, who can I pick out of the NFC who I really like? And I just keep looking at the Eagles and I say, this team was the number one rushing team in the NFL last year. They added AJ Brown to go with Dallas Goddard and Devonte Smith. They have maybe the best offensive line in football. Their defense is stacked up front. They have two good cornerbacks, just made a great trade to get CJ Gardner Johnson out of new Orleans for nothing. They're secondary strong. Now 
decent at linebacker. Do I trust Jalen Hurts completely? Not really. I can't say that. But look, a lot of good, a lot of good teams with mediocre quarterbacks have made the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo made the Super Bowl. Should have won that Super Bowl. Jared Goff year before that. I mean, we've seen quarterbacks who aren't necessarily top five quarterbacks make Super Bowls because they have great teams around them. Nick Foles with the Eagles, for an example. I just like everything about this Eagles team. Cowboys take a step back without Tyron Smith. So, yes, when I'm looking for a value play, Eagles win the NFC, Eagles to win the NFC East, Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I'm all about that because I just think this roster is absolutely loaded. Howie Roseman has done a fantastic job building up there. And what I will say about this is that the NFC, it just feels very, very wide open to your point with Right now, some of the biggest rumors for Tom Brady as to whether or not he was on the mass Singer, whether or not he got Botox, <laughs> that's not necessarily what you want if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All sorts of line injuries like we were talking about a little bit before as well. But one thing that's never in question, your great work, Frank. Always do appreciate it and always love getting a gentleman from the great state of Wisconsin aboard. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it, fellas. Frank does absolutely amazing work over there at Yahoo. So great to be able to get him aboard. And coming up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience, give you my DK Nation pick on the MLB for Wednesday right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VSIN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can all made to order, so you can all made to order, so you can all made to order. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.